Hey everyone, welcome to the Business Alabama podcast from Business Alabama Magazine. I'm Alec Harvey, Executive Editor of Business Alabama Magazine, and my guest today is Zach Young, founder of Vulcan Line Tools, one of the most successful startups in the state, having won the Alabama Launchpad competition, among several others, in the past year. Oh, and Zach just graduated from Auburn University in May. On this episode, Zach talks to us about his company and how an accelerator helped make it happen. Please join us on the Business Alabama podcast. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Can you, first of all, tell me how you got where you are today? I mean, it's, it's been a fairly short life so far, but can you tell me your life story and uh, how, you, how you got to where you're sitting right now? Yeah, yeah, it's a funny story. They, the The news came by the other day, and they asked me how old I was, and uh, the first question, I, and I couldn't remember. So, I'm uh, I'm 22 years old. Uh, I've 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 confirmed that. <laughs> I was like, geez, y'all started off with hard hitting questions, asking me how old I was, but no. So I'm I'm 22. I uh, just graduated uh, mechanical engineering from Auburn. I went. I'm, I'm originally from Birmingham, just out of Birmingham, called Chelsea, and. Um, Grew up, always enjoyed building things, playing with Legos, being outdoors. And so uh, engineering, I think, was a natural path. My father uh, worked in the electric utility industry for about 10 years for Alabama Power. And then he got the entrepreneurship bug and started his own company selling software to electric utilities. And so that's how that's how I kind of got introduced to it. And, you know, what made me really kind of want to start Vulcan Line Tools and and get into this industry. Um, it's been a it's been a hell of a ride. I've had a I've had a great time. Having a startup is one of the most fun and challenging and enjoyable things I think I've ever done. Uh, you kind of touched on my next question a little bit. Your father and his entrepreneurial background. Did you grow up helping him, watching him, shadowing him, or just learning from him? So when I was in like high school and growing up, I was always making fun of him. I was like. I was like, man, you work on power lines for a living. Like, that's got to be the most boring thing ever, you know, or you like write software. And, and so I kind of rev about it. And then as I got in college, I was like, wait, this is actually kind of uh, some interesting stuff that he's doing. And so for a summer, I took an intern with him and did, you know, worked with him and uh, got to know the industry, got to know the ins and outs of, of what he did and the electric utility industry and started realizing this is pretty interesting stuff to me at least. And, uh, he helped me get the company started. And so I went from interning with him to being up there in his office, working full time on getting my stuff up and going. And he was a huge mentor and, you know, definitely wouldn't be here without him. I owe everything that's ever come of this company is, is due to him. Well, and you owe, if I remember correctly, you owe the idea of the company to him, right? I mean, were you all, was he the one that came up with the idea that this needed to be done? He was the one, you know, so he said, so his software, what it allows utilities to do is to design these power lines correctly. And he, he identified the issues with some of the, the current methods that they're measuring sag and tension and temperature out there to put these stuff up correctly. And he's like, you know, if you could come up with an easier way to do this, then, uh, you know, I think that there's a, there's an opportunity there. And so he showed me the problem and then I came up with a solution. I would design something and he'd be like, linemen are going to hate that start over. And so, you know, he gave me all the the pointers of, you know, hey, this is how you need to to design this and, and make it so that it's something they would want to use. Having someone like him that's been there and done it, man, is is has been huge. So you just kind of casually say, I would show him the design. <laughs> when you're designing something like this, 
are you designing both the innards and the outer? I mean, was this all you or were you working with the team? What was going on at this point? Yeah. So this was uh this was a one man show up until about la- actually last week brought on our first guy, but dad was running the company and uh, you know, his old company Powerline technology. And I was up there in his office working on stuff I was working on. And, and so he was extremely busy. And so I would go, go ask him a question. And his answer was, is, Zach, you're just going to have to figure this out. So that became my motto and kind of gives me the the mentality that I currently have, which is like, you, you know, no one's really going to help you with, or you'll get help, but you know, you need to take and sit down and just grind this stuff out. And so for two summers, that's what I did and developed the app, wrote the code for it, wrote the code for the firmware, de- designed the circuit. It was how much can we accomplish, you know, working by yourself? Cause you know, I didn't have the money to be able to go get a team or pay someone else to do it. And so extremely bootstrapped. And so, yes, I, I wish I could, I could show you the iterations of the devices. The first one looked like a candy cane out of the 3d printed candy cane. And it was total clunker designed it, went out there and, and tested it and realized that it was, we needed to scrap it. And dad was like, this won't work for this reason, this reason, this reason, and go back to the drawing board and move things around. My, my favorite one though, the, the, the design we ended up going with, I, I got sick and, you know, I'd, I'd broken a couple of them, the 3D printed ones. And so I just went to Tractor Supply and got their cheapest sheet metal and welded up this boxy looking thing and put all the electronics in it and potted it with hot glue and put a uh, Velcro on the side of it, went and strapped it to our power line and put it on there and it worked. And uh, I mean, it, it's, I've still got it. It's this rusty box. I mean, it's the funniest thing ever, but you know, talk about design iteration and, and using what you've got. <laughs> it's, it's funny looking back on how far we've come. So. <laughs> so you meet me on the street, Zach, and I know nothing at all about you or what you do or, or the company. How do you explain your product to me? Yeah. So, you know, essentially what we do at Vulcan Line Tools is we sell devices or cutting edge devices for use in the electric utility industry. And so, you know, I tell people that your companies, you know, everybody knows who Alabama Power is. I say, you know, we make a tool for the linemen to go out there and be sure that they're putting these power lines up correctly. The device we sell is called the Wave Timer. It's about the size, you know, can fit in your pocket. And all you got to do is strap it around your power line. In five seconds, you've got sag tension and temperature. And so that's going to allow them to go out there and put these power lines up correctly in a timely manner. So that's really what we're doing right now. What we're, you know, branching into is, formulating the data that we're collecting in a in a meaningful manner to be able to give that back to the utilities and you know we're also working on several other new devices um, that will also be used with similar purposes we, we got big things on the horizon but i guess at the very base hey we, we sell tools for use in the electric utility industry the initial tool is really a time saver rather than a i mean this is something that they've had to be doing anyway correct they're supposed to um sometimes they get out there and, and eyeball things and mainly that's because some of the other competitors out there are big and slow and bulky devices and they're expensive. It was made without the linemen in mind. When you're designing this thing, it was made with the linemen in mind. Hey, you know, these linemen are going to be in a bucket. It's going to be 100 degrees and they've got gloves on. You know, make something that they can grab with, with their gloves. I mean, you know, some of these other competitors, I'm not sure if they've ever met with a lineman before. We really designed it with them in mind. You've done a lot of work, or at least recent work, with the new venture accelerator at Auburn. Tell me how that came into play. Were, were you always working with these people, and then and, or did you have classes with them? Were they your professors? How, how did that all come about for you? Yeah, so I, I started was definitely one of those uh, you know working out of your basement type companies, and I did that for probably two years. 
um, I'd, I'd really work on the company a lot and the device in the summers. And then, you know, I'd be in Auburn in the semesters and focus on school and everything. And then going into my senior year, my dad mentioned something about an accelerator. And I was like, you know, I don't know what, what does that mean? You know, and is that your, you know, gas pedal in your car? He was like, no, they, he's like, they have these programs where they'll literally just take you, you, you know, you come in and they will help you get your company to where it needs to be. And I was like, so what do you give them in return? And he was like, nothing, you know, it's for developing companies because it's better for, you know, it's good for the state and good for the community to have startups. And I was like, there's no way. So I looked it up and there was, I was like, surely Auburn's got to have something like this. And so, you know, I looked it up and it was, they had this new, new venture accelerator that they were advertising. I applied and had an interview for the accelerator uh, to be able to get in. And it was about three weeks before they opened the brand new building. I mean, state of the art. I couldn't have timed it any more perfectly. And so got an office, moved in here and it has been phenomenal. You know, not only is it like incredible facilities, but you've got great advisors program. They get set up, they got different competitions you can compete in. And, and really, I think the biggest thing for me is, is you've got at a university, you know, you've got, there's like 16 other teams in here that are all like-minded people. You go bounce ideas off of other people that have got similar companies or are doing different things differently than you and can give you great advice. I mean, that the relationships I've developed with some of these people in here are, you know, lifelong. I can't speak highly enough of the program. You mentioned uh, competitions in passing, and that seems like a big part of, of a startup organization is entering yeah. these competitions. And you've entered some and done quite well in them. Can you, can you tell me about the competitions that you've already... Yeah, it was funny. So I, I, I got in the new venture accelerator and was like the new guy. They were like, hey, Zach, we're going to throw you in the fire. And uh, we entered you into the SEC pitch competition. And I was like, great. I didn't have a pitch deck or anything. I didn't even know what that was. And it's, it was funny. I got up there. They're like, look, put together a pitch deck, Zach. And this is, these are the my advisors at the new venture accelerator. They're like, look, throw together a pitch deck and just get up there. We're not going to tell you what to do or anything. We just want to see where you're at. I pitched to them and they were like, you know, that was pretty bad. I said something at the end and they were like, Zach, that was the equivalent of what have they say it? Having a grenade, pulling the pin and throwing the pin and holding on to the grenade. And so, <laughs> you know, but they gave me, you know, they were funny. And so I took their feedback and we, you know, this is about two weeks before the competition, honed it in, worked on it. And then had no expectations going into it, but, you know, went into the SEC pitch competition, was lucky enough to be able to, to win it. That was the first one, and then um, there was a couple other competitions we've had, like there was a Halloween pitch competition and launch pad and tiger cage, and I was able to able to win some money from those. And the money is incredible to be able to get you know a startup up up and off the ground, um, but also just the the people I've met through those competitions and advisors and everything has been invaluable to me. Well, and again, you just mentioned it in passing, but Alabama launch pad. I mean, that's got to be an incredible win for you, correct? Oh, it, it was incredible. I, I that program is, is awesome, man. They, they have really done great things with that. that. I think the biggest takeaway from that, they have a portion of it called you have launch pad advisors. And so they've select four advisors for you, the six finalist companies. And you get to meet with them, you know, once a week for about an hour for like two months and my advisors have helped me so much. I mean, I, I, ta- I still talk to several of my advisors, you know, every day now almost and throwing ideas back and forth or, 
one of my advisors was like, got a meeting set up with me with the Southern company and that's moving forward my company. I mean, it, it, they've done so much for me and I can't speak highly enough of them. Great program. I would assume these competitions are lifeblood to y'all in some way. I mean, you can have the best ideas in the world, but you're young. You At this point, and for many of these, you hadn't graduated yet. Um, you're looking for yep. money, right? Yeah. And, you know, it seems how I graduated two months ago. A lot of people are like, so where are you going to work? And I'm like, well, hell, I'm planning on this company taking off. But um, being able to win some of that money and to put that towards making this dream become a reality has been huge. You know, being able to, you know, win some of the, you know, win the money, you know, now I'm able to go buy supplies and materials and computers and get people on here to be able to really take this from a one man show to, you know, like a, a company. Does it also kind of give you a presence in the room? I mean, when, when, when you're trying to sell this, you're not just a kid, you've proven yourself already in some, in some ways. Yeah, no, that definitely does help being able to say, you know, hey, we've won a couple competitions. The, the electric utilities really don't care. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, you know, meeting with other people gives you a little bit of credibility. That is something I kind of run into. I, I, I try to uh, not mention the fact that I'm a recent graduate. I wish my dad would have given me better better genes to grow out a beard so I could look a little bit older. But, yeah, I mean, you know, winning those competitions, it, does, it, it really it gets your name out there. And so people kind of hear what we're doing, and, and that's opened a lot of doors for me. So – here I am. I'm going to emphasize again that you're a recent graduate. Um, but uh, I do that because, I mean, while you were at Auburn, you started this business. You've done what people like to try to do maybe in the 10 years after they graduate. Were you a student at Auburn, too? Did you enjoy your time in school or or were you always oh, yeah. focused on this business? Yeah, no. So, you know, my first, I guess, three years, really, I was completely focused on school and everything. And then as the company started to take off, I... Um, I, let me say, I'm glad that I graduated in four years because there's no way that I could, I could balance the company right now with school. But, uh, senior, senior year was a little rough, especially being in mechanical, you know, you got senior design and some really hard classes and trying to juggle that with the company was, was, uh, quite the tall task. Glad, glad we were able to get, get that done and get my diploma. So, (laughs) so tell me where you are now with Vulcan line tools. You you said you just hired somebody, uh, just recently. Tell me where, where the company is right now. Yep. So we are right on the, the, the cusp of what, uh, what I hope is, uh, you know, the, the floodgates opening on this thing. We've got a lot of interest from some big utilities. Um, they just, they, they move pretty slow. And so we, you know, we've got units evaluated by them. They've given the go ahead for us to get a pilot program put together. So we're getting that put together. We've also had, you know, big interest from Altec. These are corporations that could take you know, what we're doing right here to the next level. And so right now we're, uh, building units right now to be able to, to gear up for this. So we've got, 60 units we're putting together right now and we've got probably another 300 that we're going to get on the way to uh to gear up for it and so we're also interviewing several uh several guys engineering students next week for for intern positions and so we're going to try to keep growing this thing and see where it goes man and zach are you still working out of the accelerator building i am i am yep so we're down here in the uh New Venture Accelerator. We we upgraded from a two man office to a four man. I'm gonna try to convince them to let me take and and commandeer another office so we could have us a. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll just take a whole wing. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're headed that way. Um, tell tell me a little bit about the people you you've worked with at the accelerator. I know that there the Auburn has an entrepreneur in residence there. Um, were the, were the adults helpful at all? Oh, they're extremely helpful. Um, you know, I got 
Philip Frayer and, and Lou Bufano and Scott McGlone, you know, they've all been huge helps for me. Kerry Chandler is, you know, he's over the research park down here and uh, j- just have, he, he's known me for about six months or, or actually about a year. And a couple months ago, he just happened to mention that his brother is huge in the utility industry. And so uh, I was able to get hooked up with, with, with Carrie's brother and then, you know, that's getting us into Florida power and light. And so, I mean, you know, stuff like that where they sit down with me for an hour and they're like, Hey, you know, you should let me put you in contact with somebody that I know. And um, you know, it's, it's things like that that really help startups and, you know, they've also done so much for us down here in the program and have, you know, answered phone calls and questions and steered me away from, from big mistakes that I was probably going to make. And, uh, you know, they, they, they've done a lot for us. Can you tell me how long you can be in the accelerator? Do you plan to be there? You don't plan to be there forever. <laughs> if I could be here forever, then I probably would. I don't know anyone else in probably the, the Southeast that has a, an office that's this sweet in a, in, a, in a building this awesome for free. So, you know, we, we, we've looked at, at moving to Birmingham or staying down here. I really like it down here in Auburn. And so, you know, we'll just take it and see where it goes. I'm not, I'm not like a huge uh, planner as far as like, this is what we're going to do. I'm just kind of whatever the best option seems like at the time. And, you know, if it presents itself that we, you know, we need to move somewhere else and we'll do it. But at least for the foreseeable future, staying out here in Auburn. So Zach, if you were asked to speak to an entrepreneurship class at Auburn, which probably is not out of the realm of possibility, you're doing exactly what they want you to be doing in the new venture accelerator. What would you tell a classroom of students who want to do what you are doing? Definitely would tell them to, to do it now. If you have any sort of ambition to go start something for yourself, then doing it young, I think, is the way to go. Right now, you I really think you have truly nothing to lose. You know, everything that I've worked on right now with the company and everything, I've learned so much valuable information that you just can't get from a classroom. Just about business and the connections and working hard. And I've gained so much valuable experience. It's something that you just can't get doing your traditional internships or going to a job or something like that. And and so even if the company were to take and fail tomorrow or something, I've still gotten, I believe, you know, just years of great experience under my belt in the span of just a a couple of short years. You know, the knowledge that I've gained has been incredible. And if you get the chance to go do something right out of college when you can probably don't have a family or kids that you have to go put food on the table for, then you can go try something you've always wanted to do. And if you succeed, you've got a company. If you don't, you learned a lot. You can go walk into an interview and tell them all about what you learned, you know, from a startup. And so that's what I would say, you know, is do it now and and don't look back. That's another thing is making decisions is a huge part of, of a startup. And I mean, heck, I had to make some decisions that would have completely changed my life. Stuff that I turned down or walked away from, uh, the, you know, and you're making those decisions every couple of days. Don't look back on stuff like that. Just keep moving forward. Don't let the decisions you made in the past affect where you're going and just keep your eye on the goal and keep working hard. If they need help with anything, you know, there's great support at Auburn. There's great support and, you know, all across the state of Alabama and people that have uh, that's another thing I've found is I've gotten help from a lot of, of people that are older than me just because they were like, look, I was your age once and had a company that I'd started and someone helped me. And there's all these all kinds of people out there that are willing to uh, to help you out just to pass it on. So five years from now, Zach, where do you see Vulcan Line Tools? Where is the company going to be? I want to just see us, you know, grow and maintain the same level of morals and values that we have right now. You know, the way that I like to run the company, you know, we work hard and do good work and treat people the way that you want to be treated and 
have a good work environment. So as long as we can maintain that and continue to grow at a steady pace, you know, that that's what would make me happy to see this company in five years. Have, you know, make an environment where people want to show up to work and, and work hard and enjoy it and, you know, put an honest 40 or 60 hour weeks in and, uh, and, and go home. A lot of people say they like to, you know, oh, I hope we're a billion dollar company. You know, for me, as long as we can, you know, make an impact and, you know, do good work and build good relationships. That's a, that's a win for me and make a little money on the side. <laughs> Unfortunately, you mentioned an honest 60 hour week. So the, these last questions that I ask you may be moot. Um, we, we do a segment on this podcast called Business Casual, where I try to ask questions about how you relax when you're not at work. It sounds like you're very rarely not at work, but, um, try to cut out every now and then. (laughs) So do you listen to podcasts? Do you, can you tell us some podcasts that you've been listening to? Yes. So I've, you know, I, I do listen to some podcasts. Usually I take it, you know, I'll, I'll be on the road from Auburn to Birmingham a lot and I'll take and throw on some podcasts. I, there was a podcast that I, probably my favorite ever, it's called S town. And, uh, it was about, sure a lot of people heard of it. it was about a city in, in in alabama and i really enjoyed listening to it also political podcasts i guess i take and listen to those sometimes but uh no i i, I enjoy listening to them what about tv do you have time to watch any tv man so to be honest my roommate moved out he got a job in birmingham and i forgot that he owned the tv and so i got home one day and the tv was gone so i haven't really watched tv in, in a while but um i will say that i do like yellowstone yellowstone is a tv show that i was uh pretty big on too i think we blew through those three seasons pretty quickly so how how do you tend to unwind what would be a perfect saturday or sunday for you so i've got a uh, a duck boat and we we tend to do it a lot of duck hunting in the uh in the winters and everything but my perfect saturday is probably taking the boat out and going exploring riding around doing some fishing i, I like to get out of uh get away from the computer and the soldering iron for a little bit so um you know getting out and doing that you know i enjoy shooting skeet and hanging out with my friends and you know doing going to the lake pretty much anything out, outdoors is uh perfect weekend for me. So I'm going to bring you back to work for a couple of the last questions. Can you tell me what the best part of your job is? It must be an exciting time for you right now. Honestly, I enjoy every part of it, but I think to me, you know, showing up and you get emails and phone calls every day that completely change the complete direction of the company. I mean, and it's, it's like working for a large company. Uh, I don't think you would ever really get that feeling. Um, but here it's like all of the success that we've had is due to the actions of you know, like myself and, or my father giving me advice or my advisors helping me, but it's like, you know, the success of the company is dependent upon us, you know, me and Hayden in here working hard. And, and I think that seeing the benefits of that, of your own actions happening is, is the best part. It's awesome. What about the worst, Zach? The worst. You I seem like an upbeat guy. I hate to ask you the worst. I, I don't know. There's nothing that like, I, I'd like to me, this isn't a job. Like, so I got off yesterday or, or we, we cut out of here about five 30 or so. And I went home and then came back at like seven 30. I was like, man, I kind of want to get up there and, and, and work on some stuff. Like I, I don't know if there is a bad part of the, of the job. I'm sure, I'm sure you asked me in like a couple years and I'll be like, Oh my goodness. Um, you know, this, that, and the other, but yeah, no, I, it's been a complete positive experience. Well, Zach, I cannot thank you enough for joining us on the podcast. This has been great. Oh, hey, thank you for having me. My thanks to Zach Young, founder of Vulcan Line Tools, and to you, the listener, for joining me today on the Business Alabama podcast. Until next time, this is Alec Harvey. Find more from Business Alabama 
in our monthly magazine and online at businessalabama.com.